Power no six. Who's this? Hello, J Rock. Yeah, yeah. This this J Rock. What it do? I love the album you've been putting out. Man, I appreciate that, baby. What, what's that? What you do? Are you from Watts, right? Of course. What, can I can, can I get the number? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, check you out. You try to get the number on air. You know I don't put my number on air now. You, you know on Tinder, J Rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Hit me up on Tinder. <laughs> oh, you know I like him. You know I like him tall, tall, dark, and handsome. Now. Oh, you like him tall, dark, and handsome? I love him. Make sure you get that album, though, baby, man. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Messing with your boy, man, and, and rocking with me, man. I appreciate that. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna make sure I get the album real quick because every time I, I, I bump the album, I love. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, crazy. Oh, you can keep getting pumped. Hey, hey, dog. Kendrick Lamar Hunters. is on the phone. <laughs> yeah. We at the family reunion, telling jokes and playing spades. Uncle Dave is on the barbecue grill. Grandma bragging about the blanket she made for the new baby on her way. Even though the daddy ain't really ready, this child is coming anyway. She made her famous potato salad Somehow it turns out green Coming at you live from the Do-Ray Dungeon, I'm your host, that boy Coop, back with another regular-ass episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired. This episode is brought to you by Ashy Ankles and Smelly and Rebacks. Subscribe to the Rats Intelligence anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Follow on the Rod and Karen Doctor and leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and I'll read it on the show. Also, leave me a voice message and donate on anchor.fm slash datboycoop that's anchor.fm slash d-a-t-b-o-y-c-o-o-t what's up niggas it's been a long one and now i am finally back <laughs> thought niggas gonna drop an episode yesterday wrong <laughs> there's too much shit that's happening in the world for me to not drop an episode on top of that it's a lot of life that i was living during this weekend nigga i do holidays too just expect it if, if it's a holiday weekend or if i'm on vacation or something just expect it like two days after I mean, just, what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? I'm just like, I'm a nigga. I'm still a nigga. I'm human. What do you want me to do? I'm going to punch you in the face. Slap me upside the head, nigga. Come on. He's like, I need my episode right now. Well, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm coming soon. So anyway, Bill Cosby shockingly released from prison. What? <laughs> According to Associated Press, um, Bill Cosby freed from prison. His sex conviction overturned. Huh? I, I, I say, see, I, I'm, I'm really confused. And um, let's just read this shit. Philadelphia, AP. Pennsylvania's highest court threw out Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction and released him from prison Wednesday in a stunning reversal of fortune for the comedian once known as, quote, unquote, America's dad. Ruling that the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by his predecessor's agreement not to charge Cosby. 
Cosby. 83 flashed for the V for victory sign to a helicopter overhead as he trudged into his suburban Philadelphia home after serving nearly three years of a three to ten year sentence for drugging and violating Temple University Sports Administrator Andrea Constand in 2004. The former Cosby Show star, the first celebrity tried and convicted in the hashtag me too era, had no comment as he arrived and just smiled and nodded later as he arrived uh, or as or as at, at a news conference outside um, when his lawyer, Jennifer Bonjean, bon, Bonjean said, we are thrilled to have Mr. Cosby home. <sighs> he served three years of an unjust sentence and he did it with dignity and principle, she added. That don't mean shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> nigga, I want this. Ah. You know when a nigga gets just mad and he's just like, fuck this shit. I'm throwing everything out. I'm feeling like that right now. Because what the fuck is this shit? Okay, like, huh? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When it comes to certain black people, y'all not really that loose on throwing out shit. But since he's since he's Bill Cosby, you know, America's dad, quote unquote, y'all was like, oh, we feel bad for him. You know what? You know, let's just overturn that because a guy said, you know, that we were not supposed to lock him up and, you know, we locked him up. So, yeah, let's just release him. What? Huh? That, that's what that sounds to me. That, that, that's what it sounds like to me. But okay, anyway, in a, in a statement, Constant and her lawyers called the ruling disappointing and they, like many other advocates, expressed fear that it could discourage sexual assault victims from coming forward. We urge all victims to have their voices heard, they added. Cosby was arrested in 2015 when a district attorney armed with newly unsealed evidence, the comics damaging deposition and lawsuit brought by Constan, filed charges against him just days before the 12 year statute of limitations was about to run out. Woo, shit. But the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said Wednesday that district attorney, att <laughs> district attorney Kevin Steele who made the decision to arrest Cosby was obligated to stand by his predecessor's promise not to charge Cosby, Cosby, <laughs> I said Cosby, Cosby, though there was no evidence that agreement was ever put into writing. Uh, Justice David Weck, hey man, I'm, I'm almost at, the, I'm at the point, I'm like, the fuck? Okay, Justice David Weck, Writing for a split court said Cosby had relied on the previous district attorney's decision not to charge him when the comedian gave his potentially incriminating testimony in Constance's civil, civil case. The court called Cosby's subsequent arrest an affront to fundamental fairness, particularly when it results in a criminal prosecution that was foregone for more than a decade. It said justice and fair play and decency require that the district attorney's office stand by the decision of the previous DA. I'll be a fucking shit on a Tuesday. <laughs> no, you get me out with the chocolate. No. No. I said, peace. V for victory. No. I said, your mother and your kid and your brother and your no. Put the chocolate in the people drink, and you know, after you put the chocolate in the people drink, uh, you know, you stick the pudding, pop. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm, I'm just, uh, this motherfucker's a rapist, and they just let him go, okay? Like, <laughs> nigga, 
why? Like, why? Why, why is this? Why is this a thing? Why? Like, this nigga did the, the, the illest lean when he walked out the courthouse. He said, mm, yeah, I'm out of this bitch. Like, that shit is even more terrifying. Because the nigga was like, I can get away with anything. And wear a sweater and sing. And go, Bah! <laughs> Like, like I, don't, I don't know no more, man. This is one of the moments where you like, man, when you a rich black man, you're impervious <laughs> to any legal oppression <laughs> of any kind. <laughs> it's really not oppression. It's more of like, um, yeah, he's Bill Cosby. So uh, we're not going to lock him up, you know, because he said we're not going to lock him up. Like, why would we lock him up? Because I don't get it. Like, <laughs> Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Ah, oh, boy. You know what? Let's get to the really, really juicy good one here. Nicole Hannah-Jones declines offer to teach at UNC. That's right. She fucking did that shit, okay? She fucking did that shit. Courtesy of WRAL, <clears throat> which is the local station here. So, <laughs> the fact that this is so close to home really fucks with me. But, um... Yeah, she did the right thing. So, um, tenured controversy could leave UNC Chapel Hill without Hannah Jones, only a black eye. Not a good usage of that word, but okay. Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Nicole Hannah Jones was supposed to begin her new job at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill on Thursday. But it's unclear when or if even she will arrive on campus after a protracted fight over tenure that battered the university's reputation. Hannah Jones, a UNC Chapel Hill alumna and New York Times reporter, was hired in April as the Knights Chair or the Knight Chair in Race and Investigative Journalism at the UNC Chapel Hill's Usman School of Journalism and Media. She won the Pulitzer, a Peabody, and a genius grant from the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation for the 1619 Project about slavery's lasting impact on America. Although, university officials recommended her for tenure, and most of the Knight Chair faculty positions nationwide funded by the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation are tenured. The Board of Trustees delayed voting on her tenure application for months because some members questioned her academic qualifications. Instead, she was offered a five-year contract. Some of her supporters argued that the tenure delay was racially and politically motivated because of her 1619 project work, and that is exactly what it was. Her lack of tenure became a national cause célèbre. Or célèbre. Is it célèbre? They use a French word, man, but it fucked me up. <laughs> National call Salaf. I think that's Salaf. Whatever. With journalists nationwide excoriating UNC Chapel Hill for its handling of the situation and faculty. Students and alumni, alumni in this case, alumni, demanding in protest newspaper ads and social media posts that Board of Trustees vote on the matter. The board finally voted nine to four. What the fuck? Who was the four? <laughs> Who was the four Wednesday to grant her tenure? And they granted her tenure, but man, I'm going to tell you this. Like, let's just say 
it was a lot of pushback and the police was involved and it was not pretty for like student student board like student by the government like it, it was just like the fuck like the police is assaulting these kids out here and and literally the ncbot or the uncbot the board of trustees just sat there like mm, oh, well look at those niggers out there just looking <laughs> well i guess we'll grant the grant the nigger bitch tenure i guess i guess we'll do that oh 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 they're oh they're hi hannah oh um yes we're voting on your tenure i guess <laughs> like these motherfuckers ain't shit i'm telling these motherfuckers ain't shit they took it took them forever, bro. Like it took them for fucking ever to be like, all right. So we we think about it. Um, yeah. Um, we think about it. Um, uh, oh, you're gonna sue us. Um, okay. Well, wow. Um, violent. Um, we we told you we were thinking about it. Um, yeah. We we need to see more of your credentials. <laughs> She's Nicole Hannah Jones. Why do you need more credentials? She is like one of those decorated journalistic like black folks in like the past, I don't know, 30 to 40 f- fucking years. What, what, she is a generational talent when it comes to her literature. Okay, her, her journalistic impact stretches super fucking far. But y'all ask for more credentials? Bully fucking shit? the fuck you did <laughs> so she was like damn we got about that damn near burn down the big board trustee daggone meeting just to get y'all to vote on her fucking tenure and they did it on the last possible day at the last possible time and did it like super duper late and they were like well uh, 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 i guess we're gonna vote on it and they voted on it. Nine to four is like really a fucked up number to me. Cause I'm like, it's four motherfuckers like, fuck that bitch. Like it was literally what it was. They were like, fuck that bitch. Boom. Like, I don't know. I, that's disrespectful to me. Like that's just, that's disrespectful to me. <laughs> it's disrespectful to me. And I'm like, shit, the fuck you are. <laughs> like, nigga, really? So she was like, fuck this shit. I'm going Howard. <laughs> Cause Howard was like, I'm offering $10 million. Oh, 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 really? Oh, oh, really? Offering the coin. She actually getting real coins, nigga. Not no $140,000 contract. Bull fucking shit. Okay? She has a high position. Every single person that came before her, who happened to be white, got tenure without, like, batting a slighty of the eyelash. But for some reason, you're dragging your feet on this one. Get the fuck out of my face. So good. She done went to Howard, you know, you know. Another HBCU that is going to be glad to have her, okay? And and guess who following? Guess who following her? Ta-Nehisi Coates, nigga. The other nigga that is the, the other one. Nigga, when I tell you I was elated, I was I was sighted. A nigga with two sided, okay? Two sided. Ta-Nehisi Coates to join Howard University faculty with Nicole, 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 nigga, Nicole Hannah Jones. A nigga is excited, as, as you can see. But um, journalist and author Ta-Nehisi Coates is joining the Howard University faculty. Coates, a Howard University alumnus and former national correspondent for The Atlantic, will join the faculty at Sterling Brown Chair in the English Department. He will begin in the position following completion of several current obligations, according to the school. 
I heard a wise man once say, a man who hates home will never be happy. And it is the pursuit of wisdom and happiness that I've returned to join the esteemed faculty of Howard University. This is the faculty that molded me. This is the faculty that strengthened me, Coates said in a statement. Personally, I know of no higher personal honor than this, he added. It sucks that Nicole Hannah-Jones, who is an alum of UNC, couldn't be treated with this honor. But, you know, my man went to HBCU and they were like, come on, bro. Come on back in, bro. Like, hey, your family, you know. Uh, Coates' writing focused on topics of race and white supremacy. He won a 2015 National Book Award for his book, Between the World and Me which explored violence against black people in the United States and was written in the form of a letter to his son. In addition to Coates, the historically black university also announced Tuesday that Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Nicole hannah Jones will be joining his faculty. Nigga is, nigga is bopping on the side. <laughs> nigga, nigga fucking dancing. Nigga, nigga almost crip walk all the way. Oh, sorry. Did I say? I mean, blood. I mean, I, I nigga walk. <laughs> hey, cuz I fucking walk, Brody. I fucking walk all the way over there, cuz Brody, Brody, cuz <laughs> all the way over there, cuz I was, I was super duper happy and elated, cuz because we getting both king and queen, cuz both getting they coins, cuz like over there, up there, in there, round there, cuz like we already in it. <laughs> we already in it. Telling you. Mm. Hannah Jones will be a tenured member of the faculty and serve as the newly created night chair in race and journalism. Oh, blackness. <laughs> oh, ah, I hear sounds of blackness in my ear. I hear as long as you keep your head to the sky. <laughs> Nigga, when I tell you I am dancing. Cause I'm like, fuck them white folks. Nigga, the fuck, fuck you and see. They, they ain't shit. Okay, they they were like, well, Michael Jordan, that's a good plan. You know, that's a good plan, nigga boy. Like, it, like I feel like they still got these damn Confederate monuments. They don't they don't even blink to fucking throw up a Confederate monument. So you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. Go to a black school, okay? Go to a black school that's gonna pay you, okay? They got the coin, you get that coin, okay? <laughs> uh, congratulations to you both. Cause holy fucking shit. It is phenomenal like just seeing this this makes a nigga super happy because honestly making an impact in academia is super important there's that's almost as important as supporting black businesses to me because it creates a structure of not only black consciousness but opening a dialogue for what all of this is about moving america forward moving moving what systemic oppression and racism has done to this country forward move it we have to talk about it before we can truly move because people are afraid to look it in the face well if you're tired about hearing about racism white folks guess what we tired of dealing with racism okay so I'm sorry. You're going to have to hear this shit. Okay. And, and th there'll be more of this later on this episode. Best believe you're going to hear this shit. So uh, if you mad, sorry. Fold your arms. Grumpy. Okay. Grumpy dwarf. Okay. <laughs> you, you go. 
Remember that shit from Snow White? <laughs> that nigga was angry. Oh, shit. All right, so we 17 minutes, 18 minutes in. You know what? We're going to take a quick break. Oh, man. Nigga excited. <laughs> So I got some news y'all probably heard before, but I mean it's an update and I'm kind of pissed about it. So anyway, so Shakira Richardson left off of the Olympic relay team. Um, band sprinter Shakira Richardson was not on the Olympic roster released Tuesday by USA Track and Field, a decision that means the American champion's positive test for marijuana will cost her a chance at running on the relay team in Tokyo. Um, in addition to her spot in the 100 meter individual race oh man so um i actually watched her live um do her thing man like kill it like and the shit she was going through bro like she had just lost her biological mom and like immediately when i saw the news i was like but it's just weed y'all it's just weed like i don't get it and niggas was like she should have known better fuck y'all fuck all y'all Fuck y'all upside y'all head sideways on the daggone truck on Thursday. Y'all ain't shit, okay? You don't know what this girl was going through. The training, her mama dying, the shit. You smoke some weed too. Hell, training that damn hard. And then you find out your mama died. Shit, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I be smoking this shit out of a damn blunt. Okay, roll it. Pass it, light it, smoke it, nigga. I'm sorry. I, I, what the fuck else you want me to say? Shit. But but the Olympics, you know the 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 uh, the Olympic Committee, you know the International Olympic Committee or whatever you want to say it is. I mean I I don't have the official name for it, but just know this is bullshit. Richardson's positive test nullified her win at Olympic trials in Eugene, Oregon last month and the spot that went with it for Tokyo in the 100. Her 30-day suspension will end before the start of the relays on August 5th, which left open the possibility she could win a medal as part of the 4x100 relay team. The fuck? Yeah, she had an opening. Y'all still ain't give it to her. Fuck y'all. But, but her name was missing from the 130-person roster the USA track and field team sent out. <clears throat> The Federation had two discretionary picks beyond the top four finishers in the 100-meter final at trials, but chose not to offer a spot to the 21-year-old sprinter, who is expected to challenge for Olympic gold. Asked about how Richardson was taking the news, her agent, Ronaldo Namaya, uh, responded, We haven't spoken about it at all. It was actually not a topic we focused on. I mean, she's going through a ton of other shit. Like, what? 
and then and then y'all just throw this shit in her face like get the fuck out my face like niggas, niggas, I, don't, I don't know man like y'all be raggedy y'all just fucking raggedy you olympic olympic committee y'all raggedy i i, I put it on wax y'all some raggedy motherfuckers <laughs> okay anyway so um i don't know man i just it hurts my soul because we human okay we human out here and i don't think we should disqualify you from racing the track and field if you were taking a damn beaver tranquilizer or some shit like that then maybe okay because that you intentionally were trying to gain some competitive edge or something like that you know but i mean if you're taking like flax you know this is flax seed also flax seed extract that you took the other day a little bit of stereoid (laughs) other than that if it ain't that then i don't know what i don't fucking know anyway so um let's talk about some corruption anybody likes corruption in this pieces you know like mediocre mayo mediocre mayonnaise corruption (laughs) honestly it's not mediocre it's just fucking bad you know it's just fucking terrible let's 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 get into this so (laughs) oh oh my i'm already tearing up with laughter because this is some good shit trump organization cfo alan weisselberg charged with 15 counts in alleged tax fraud scheme yeah 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 lawyers for the trump organization and one of its top executives pleaded not guilty to a slew of charges in a lower Manhattan courtroom on Thursday as prosecutors alleged a 16-year scheme of brazen fraud and tax evasion by former President Donald Trump's namesake company. A grand jury returned a 15-count indictment against the Trump Organization and Alan Weisselberg, its chief financial officer. Nigga... (laughs) You can't, you can't make this shit up. The chief financial officer got tax evasion? Nigga, you the chief financial officer. You handling the finances. What the fuck? <laughs> like, bruh. <laughs> nigga, I don't even know. I, I don't even know, man. That's like, <laughs> nigga. I, I can't. I can't. That's like a person at the uh, post office getting caught making fake passports. Like, that. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, nigga. The, the fuck <laughs> it don't make no sense all right so anyway so <laughs> alan feiselberg its chief financial officer late wednesday evening prosecutors from manhattan district attorney's office detail the alleged crimes at thursday's initial court appearance in the 25 page indictment filed in state court the indictment alleged the company and weisselberg orchestrated a scheme to funnel more than 1.7 million dollars in untaxed indirect employee compensation to the longtime executive beginning in 2005 nigga if they see that you ain't paying your taxes and it's like way over a hundred dollars hell <laughs> they'd be like mm, this is more than a hundred dollars you know we're, we're gonna take a look into it like 1.7 million dollars it was orchestrated by the most senior executive. Nigga, you at the top. They're going to watch your finances. Like, SEC going to be like, oh, wait for this motherfucker to slip up. You know, it's just, it's just like, they're waiting. It was orchestrated by the most senior executives who were financially benefiting themselves and the company by getting secret pay raises. And the ex- at, this is at the expense of state and federal taxpayers. 
Carrie Dunn, and assistant district attorney told the judge. Wow. New York district attorney. Oh, no, 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 Not district attorney. Scratch that. New York attorney general, Letitia James. Yes, Letitia James is a black woman. So y'all done fuck with the wrong one. Letitia James said the indictment is an important marker in the ongoing criminal investigation of the Trump organization and its CFO. The investigation will continue and we will follow the facts and the law wherever they may lead, James said in a statement. You know, that's like a really close indicator of saying that Trump might be involved in this shit too. But who knows? I'm not I'm not necessarily sure, but um interesting. Weisselberg and two corporate entities under the Trump organization were named as co-defendants in the indictment. Weisselberg and attorneys representing the company entered pleas of not guilty on all counts. Mr. Trump himself has not been charged with a crime and said the decision to bring charges was part of a politically motivated quote-unquote witch hunt. <laughs> Something he would say. So, but yeah, like shit where you eat you know, like, <laughs> basically, shit not where you eat, you know, it, it, pff, fucking up, you know, mediocre mayonnaise, so, <laughs> nah, but this the real mediocre mayonnaise right here, so, ESPN takes Rachel Nichols off NBA Finals duty after leaked comments, yes, yes, <laughs> ESPN has replaced Rachel Nichols as its sideline reporter for the NBA Finals following a report detailing critical comments she made about black colleague Maria Taylor. The network announced <laughs> the network announced Tuesday that Malika Andrews would handle that role starting Tuesday night when the Milwaukee Bucks beat the Suns in Phoenix for game one of the best of seven game series. Sister Network ABC will air the game. I'll be damned. They took that shit away. They were like, bitch, get the fuck. <laughs> bitch, you fucking up. <laughs> Take that shit away. <laughs> nah. Nichols, who was white, has been the sideline reporter for its na- top, 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 like tip top national games for this season and for last year's NBA Finals. But the switch was made after the New York Times reported Sunday on her comments last year when she learned Taylor would lead the news uh, or, or, or lead the network studio show instead of her during the league's restart in a campus style bubble at Walt Disney World. In a phone conversation that was accidentally recorded and the Times obtained, Nichols said, I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football. She covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling impressed about how crappy your longtime record on diversity was, which, by the way, I know personally from the female side of it, like, go for it. Just find someone or just find it somewhere else. You're not going to find it from me or taking my thing away. Whoa. See, that's the wrong way to go about it. It's completely the wrong way to go about it. Honestly, you know, you, you can't be a mediocre white woman and say shit like that because it, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. When a black woman is just doing better than you and just so happens to take your job, oh, oh, you want to get sad more. Mediocre mayonnaise, take an L. And black woman, like, yeah, um, d- d- bitch taking all my jobs. Fuck you, hoe. Like, what? whoa, whoa. 
whoa whoa go there don't go there you know damn i mean i'm just saying like no coof it's like she said it in the most backhanded ass way without even full it's like how backhanded was so passive aggressive it's like mm, she was like yeah you're great but fuck you bitch like it's it's the most the strongest you're great but fuck you bitch it was like that blonde in high school that didn't like the black girl because the black girl just had to be just doper than her i'm sorry she was just doper nigga i'm just gonna be real with you maria taylor's fucking dope okay maria taylor's fucking dope okay when this shit was happening the blm movement was was in full-fledged full full-fledged fucking swing last year okay george floyd shit you know all the black lives matter stuff happening you know interweaving with sports maria taylor fucking did her shit okay she did her fucking thing and rachel nichols you know she just she i she like she all right it's gonna be all them other niggas that, that work for the network they're all black themselves and gonna be like well you know you know she say shit you know like i don't know stephen jackson was like well you know we say things we don't mean and shit nah fuck that nah keep that same energy bitch <laughs> like keep the same energy like what why i'm sorry you you mediocre mayonnaise like ooh, black woman taking your job i'm sorry maybe she better oops <laughs> like maybe she's just better you know <laughs> maybe she's just better like hadn't it occurred to any of y'all that maybe she's just better than you at it <laughs> rachel nichols you can still have your little shit over there but maria taylor gonna be fucking killing it over here so there's that but the times report said the show's crew was angry with nichols who apologized monday while hosting the jump ain't that some shit they were like bitch you better fucking reply <laughs> and y'all be like niggas say bitch a lot hey <laughs> i'm just gonna be real with you if you being a bitch i'm gonna say you a bitch <laughs> but <laughs> i'm a feminist too nigga but damn no i'm a womanist because hell intersectionality is a thing right and this is where intersectionality comes into play because you can throw that white feminism card all you want but there's a black woman who's getting it way worse than you are. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Homegirl is just like, the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's like, who, what the fuck are you talking about? Bitch, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You Rachel Nichols, you've been getting this money. You've been doing good. Yeah, they treat you like shit because niggas ain't shit. But <laughs> imagine what Maria got to go through, <laughs> you know? Ah, but yeah, you can't be like that. You can't say that. Like, yo yo i'm just <laughs> the mediocre mayo of it all you know what i'm saying she mediocre mayo is fuck so um yeah with that you know um fuck you rachel nichols for, for for a little bit just it's a fuck you right now you know i'll come back to it i'll gather my papers but right now you are a mediocre ass fucking shit stain right now for that so um <laughs> I goes in, bitch. I goes the fuck in. So anyway, um, some good news. Um, some empowering news. Meg the Stallion and Cash App partner up to teach you financial literacy. Yes, you heard that, nigga. You fucking heard that. So listen up. Hot Girl CEO and at Cash App are here to teach you about investing. To celebrate, I partnered with at Cash App to give out one million dollars in stock. Reply with your 
hashtag and um, stick around for a chance to win some hashtag cash out for hotties man this is awesome and it's like a detailed video um you know about her explaining financial literacy i'll actually post it right about here and now a message from cash app and the ceo of hot girl enterprise megan the stallion Yeah, 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 real hot girl shit. Hi, I'm Megan Thee Stallion. You may recognize me from my chart-topping hits, Savage, WAP. You should really recognize me. Me and my thriving empire, Hot Girl Enterprises, have teamed up with Cash App to teach you everything I learned on the way up about money and how you can build your own empire. Today, I want to talk to you about stocks. Buying stocks isn't only for the big players. Anyone can start with as little as $1. Putting in a little money and seeing how it moves is a great way to learn about the stock market and start building up a portfolio. With Cash App, you can buy and sell small pieces of stock called fractional shares and ease your way in nice and slow. You know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, that's okay too. Buying stocks a little at a time on a regular schedule can help grow your investments while limiting how much risk you're exposed to. It's called dollar cost averaging. So you buy the dips and ride the waves without even having to think about it. I want to talk to you about one of my keys to success, making my money work for me. Here's some wisdom for you. It can be a good idea to spread your investments across different companies, industries, asset types, and markets. That's called diversification, and it's a great way to help manage risk. Investing a little here and a little there, a little at a time, means that when the market waters get choppy, you might be able to take a hit without your whole ship sinking. If you want to try it, Cash App lets you schedule regular buys of stocks you like, starting with as low as $1 worth. Buying stocks seems complicated, but really, it's a pretty simple process. The more you educate yourself, the better equipped you'll be to navigate investing. That's all for now. But with my knowledge and your hustle, you'll have your own empire in no time. I'll see you at the top. That's what the fuck is up, man. Like, that's amazing. Like, teaching girls how to invest. Teaching everybody how to invest, nigga. Teaching everybody who's not necessarily savvy financially, right? How to invest. Nigga, that's that's priceless. Okay, partnering up with Cash App. That, hey. That's diversifying your fucking bonds, nigga. <laughs> that's, that's, that's amazing. And we're going to end our episode on the story of Chris Gibbs via gq so the first family of streetwear chris gibbs and beth burkett one of the coolest couples on earth and the brains behind la's union don't just sell style they live it despite the stoic exterior of gibbs's cement lego house things were buzzing when i arrived the family dog, Benga, greeted me enthusiastically in the yard, prompting Chris to wonder about who'd left the back door open again. The dog had clearly snuck out. Chris, who's the owner of Union LA Streetwear must, uh, Streetwear meets high fashion mecca known for specializing in what's next, excused himself to take a quick call for his Jordan collaboration. 
a project that even in an era when hype sneakers are a dime a dozen, felt like a major occasion in streetwear. While Beth described for me the wardrobe she designed for, Native Son, the forthcoming film adaptation of Richard Wright's novel, Solomon, Chris, and Beth's 14-year-old was mid-guitar lesson, but Ishmael, 12, was the most preoccupied, engaged in a life or death NFL 2K game with a friend. Come on, Ishmael uttered at the TV screen from under his blonde curls. Ish, please go get dressed, Beth implored. So, hey, just to let y'all know, this is a black couple, <laughs> okay? They're like, they're like really like, they look like they going to Afropunk, right? <laughs> like, they are very like eclectic in their style. When Chris reemerged, he was wearing a pair of patched up vintage work pants that Beth had planned to wear. This sort of thing happens a lot in the Gibbs house. I may have a sweatshirt that I wear that Beth will turn into a dress, and then the kids will turn it into something else, Chris said laughing. It's pretty com communal uh, property for the most part. Ish had had it pretty good over the past year because he wears the same size shoes as Beth, who's only person in the home, or who's the only person in the home and possibly the country with a sneaker collection comparable to Chris's. But despite the Marnie and Margiela glore, the kids are still, well, kids. They're sensitive and goofy and funny and normal, which is impressive considering to that teen, uh, that that specific teenage boy, being the owner of Union is as good as playing in the NBA. We don't take all this too seriously, Beth said. We like to look good and cool, but we teach them that style is what you make it. When Solomon finally got to the age when he and his friends realized exactly what Union was. He started to ask why he was missing certain kicks. Beth's response, well, you can't afford them. She smiled with the joy only parents can get when they know they're knee deep in some good parenting, because they black. So they're talking about the Jordan 1 um, Union High Los Angeles blue toe. There's also a um, another one. Um, but the blue toe is one of my favorites. Um, so basically half of it is like a storm blue. And then the top piece is like a Chicago. Um, I just think it's a dope Jordan one, but the most recent release, um, and union LA is a black owned kind of skater is esque, almost like, almost like upscale, kind of like I'm on You know, I've talked about James Whitner early on the show. Um, a more upscale kind of like streetwear brand um and it's a black owned brand like and I, i'm just like hey man support black owned business this is one that has a lot of exposure they've collaborated with jordan brand multiple times like one of the sneakers of the year last year were the guava ice jordan 4 and the off noir jordan 4 and um it's a black owned business that helped that, that collaborated with jordan brand another black owned brand right um to create a dope ass sneaker and they did it again this year with the 30th anniversary edition of the union la collective itself the union la brand itself and um they had the topaz and they also had another colorway 
that both both of them just celebrated um yeah like being in existence for 30 years like it's fucking amazing right that's fucking amazing um and to see a black owned business thrive and be around that long um is a great thing it's a joy and it's a black family involved the whole family black mama black daddy black kids black it's beautiful it's beautiful they're like afropunk black folks like it, it's beautiful and you see it in real time it's, it's fucking beautiful rock they shit bro like it's, it's, it's dope as shit yeah it's gonna be a little bit on the expensive side it's higher end but it's dope like I, I want I want some of their stuff man cause I know it's a black it's a black owned brand and it's high quality you know um, and they collaborate to make some dope ass shoes so hey man um, Union LA out of Los Angeles I typically do stuff that's out of North Carolina but I just felt the need to talk about them you know um, yeah it's dope Dope shit. But uh, on that note, uh, as I always say, support black businesses. And as always, thank you. And now, folks, it's time to say good night. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Top, I go for the head pop. You got your chest protected, so you still get dropped. Bedrock, just like Barney and Fred, Mr. Gangstar, coming with an arm of your heads. Your charm is now dead, you're tired of you. I ain't even gonna ask what you were trying to do. I'm frying a few domes just like I do catfish. Got them doing backflips, this ain't gymnastics. It's trash to propose, I got them walking on tippy toes. Ballerina style, you don't wanna see the meanest child. Meanwhile, Mr. Gangstar relates, not commercial. Yet still I'm one of the greats Controversial like your favorite MC debates I'm classic like a break Coming straight out the crate Fresh out the gate again Time to film a plate again It's Mr. Gang to the star I'm the latest trend Mr. Gangstar I make it do what it do So true Classic like the Fu Manchu Now, you coward see I'm holding the title Married to the game, son You know that I'm vital This shit's weak you ain't true to this, I'm the embodiment of real, I pay my dues in this Mr. Gangstar, a 